0: Welcome to the podcast where we talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac.
1: And this is Megan.
0: And on this episode, uh, my team well, uh, was kind of doing listener submissions and uh, filling you in on any other spooky crap that's been happening to us. Yeah. And uh, my ghost stories three. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sorry.
1: What do you want me to do? You want me to start off with.
0: I mean, not necessarily. I mean, we can we call it, talk about spooky shit that's been happening around here. Mm hmm. Yeah. And other stories that I have from my past that I remember now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Another one from the ranch.
1: Oh, my gosh. This infamous ranch.
0: Yeah. Uh It took me a long time to remember this because I was going back to my memories of childhood and how the ranch would always, it was always creepy. By the way, um, if you guys want uh when we can travel, uh, I mean, people could travel now, but I don't want to risk anything. Uh, when I had to go back to Texas to visit my family, mm-hmm. uh, I was thinking about doing a Facebook live of a tour of the ranch. Oh. So people can see like, oh, this is where that was. And this was, this was right. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. But, um, there was this barn that my grandfather had, uh, a big, I remember it is gray. I always called it a big gray barn. Cause it was like huge. It was gray. And it basically stored like everything storage-wise. Mm-hmm. My grandfather always put things in there and come back. There was everything in there from boxes to luggage to uh, uh, we called uh, those uh, totes and stuff like that. Species storage that he yeah. put in his barn that was there. And it was open to the elements, so I guarantee some bugs and shit were in there. I've never gone back, but I remember one time I was in there. Mm-hmm. Grandfather was putting stuff, I was helping him. And um, it looked like someone was standing Cause this thing was like, to me as a kid, it was like almost like two stories, like yeah. huge, right? And I remember I looked up into the top corner all these stack of boxes and stuff, and it looked like someone was standing over there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I only got like a flash of a glimpse, right? But it almost looked like a, like a cowboy hat, mm-hmm. right? And like a blue shirt, mm-hmm. which I'm mistaken for one of my uncles. Cause I looked up there, like, what are you doing up there? And I like, asked my grandpa, and I was like, hey, and then I look back, go. Yeah. Right. I remember that from my childhood. It was like really a long time ago. I had to be like seven or eight. Oh wow! Yeah, because I remember I was thinking about my grandparents yesterday, and uh, that memory came up. Things that was helping my grandfather with. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> Jeez. That's and kind just, of a heartfelt slash. And just story.
1: for the people, um, towards the end, uh, there is gonna be an cream an, and uh, blah, 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 I can't speak a really, really terrifying story. Like, it even shivered me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Isaac's never heard it because the guy, I actually was on Reddit, and this guy was, you know, asking for help, asking for advice, like, about his whole situation. And so I reached out to him and I was like, because at first I was like, hey, you know, we're looking for people, stories to tell on our podcast podcast would it be okay to tell yours? And I had just read like the, the first couple like chunks of it. And then uh, he said, yeah, that was fine. And then he was like, uh, ask me specific questions. So I said, well, let me go back and really reread it. And very terrifying, like very terrifying. So to the point where I'm actually going to put a disclaimer in here, <laughs> like a couple seconds before we actually tell the story, like if you're not into scary stories or, you, um, want to maybe sit that one out, like just forward. I'm gonna be able to tell you. I'll go on and say, like, hey, I want to skip. <laughs> so
0: out. most of these stories we're telling are from people who sent it to us.
1: Yes, and yeah. Isaac h- hasn't read them. I have, so this is his live reaction to it. Hmm. So you wanna and,
0: even- and I guess we we'll are sprinkle some of our st- uh, stories in there as well. Yeah. 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 But uh, if you want to start with one of them. All
1: right. So the first one comes from Oscar, and he actually uh, runs the Induced Fear podcast, and it's pretty good. So if you guys want to check out his Induced Fear podcast, check it out. All right. This is Oscar's story. The encounter takes place with me and my girlfriend first moved to Denver. I remember staying up late in the living in the living room while she slept in the room. I then see her walk through the hallway, which confused me, so I asked if she's okay, and she didn't respond, so I followed her back to the room, but when I walked in, she was knocked out in bed. It weirded me out, but I went back to the couch and laid down looking at my phone, when all of a sudden, I hear footsteps walking towards me, and as soon as I look up, I see a shadow figure darker than the shadows around it. It holds me down and yells in my ear and whispers as well. And I can't understand it. Then as soon as it started, it ended. And I broke free in a cold sweat.
0: Hmm. hmm. It's like a shadow man. Yeah. Well, not kind
1: kind man. of like a sleep paralysis thing, too.
0: It's funny. My, a bit. Yeah, my experiences of sleep paralysis is, is I had a lot. remember because when we, or I always, we tell people when I, we first started dating, yeah. I was still working overnight. Yeah. So sometimes I would mess up my sleep schedule by sleeping at the same time you do. Yeah. Right, because sometimes I'd be t- tired. It's like I better go to go sleep. Um, and then I'd work all night, or sometimes, and then I'd basically sleep during the day, and then that kind of messed up messed up my sleep schedule. But the most sleep paralysis I ever experienced was in our trailer in Spring Branch, in Texas. Right? Um, yeah, because I remember the times I was like, I would wake up and I would just be locked in place, and I could like almost feel like someone was like s- like next to me, like staring at me.
1: Yeah. Ugh.
0: never heard anything i've
1: never i've never dealt with sleep paralysis or anything like that with me i tend to wake up in the like it never fails i used to i wake up in the middle of the night and i would see things but i've never had anything kind of like help hold me down or anything and it's kind of funny because the story that's going to be told at the end kind of reminded me a little bit you stop foreshadowing because it's a you wait you're gonna end up I'm gonna see a, a, a pile over there. Yeah, yeah, Cause <laughs> you're gonna, it really is intense. Like, and I feel bad that this person legitimately, like, went through this and needs help. Like, um, so if anybody out there listening that's a paranormal investigator, demonologist, like a trained professional, or even had this experience, um, I'm gonna actually post after this episode's out, like, how to get in touch with him or, if you want to get in touch with him, I can have send him your way, um, because he does need advice and some help as far as what the heck this thing is, what he can do to kind of get it away from him, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Ugh, creepy. I can't imagine sleep paralysis. Isn't it like, like a shadow figure just kind of basically holds you down?
0: So, is sleep paralysis kind of one of the topics I might want to bring into a story? Yeah, but my uh, because people say sleep paralysis, people when you're in the point of awake to sleep, and your mind's mm-hmm. yet to, your body's asleep, and your mind's awake, or at least your eyes are anyway, and that's why you can still see things. But what I believe, because from what I've experienced, because I've asked her projected because of sleep paralysis, yeah, is that people who can sleep paralysis a lot, let's say, because most people don't experience it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like one out of ten if you ever have it in their life, and sometimes people have it once or twice. Yeah. I had it multiple times. But my thought is, is that people who have multiple sleep paralysis episodes uh, probably could, at some point, Astro Project. Yeah. Because what I think happens is you you have the ability to leave. And sleep paralysis is that your mind's awake, but your body's asleep because you can leave it. Mm. Right? Yeah. Uh, and doing that attracts spirits and dark spirits because they want your body. Hence why most people see a dark figures. Right, because they like it's like a scent to them. Like they smell. Oh, there's a body available for me to go into. Right. Yeah. So that's why it, most people all see the same thing. Now, how do multiple people see the same thing? A dark figure, something demonic, something evil. Always. Yeah. Right. That's not just coincidence. That's has happened that way. Yeah. So that's what I think. Ugh. oh Creepy. But. <laughs> but you didn't really see process that much.
1: No. No, I've never had that. I've never astro projected to, but it's weird because I don't know if the sensitive thing has something to do with it, but like a lot of the times in my dreams, like I know I'm dreaming, like I'm positive.
0: I know it's not like a dream, but because um, most of the sleep paralysis deals with like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not, re- it's not, it's not, it's not real, but what mm-hmm. they see is almost like they're in a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I do another story. Another listen submission.
1: Okay, this one is actually pretty lighthearted. Um this one is hold on, let me grab it. It is from a follower and he has uh a Instagram as well, and it's called Old Timey History. Yep, and he has an Instagram um, called old-timey history, and he basically talks about history. Um, and he sent a couple stories, or experiences that he had. Let me... Okay, so the first story is this. This is what he wrote. Uh, the, f- the first w- story started in high school. I had a stillborn daughter with my high school sweetheart, after which we parted ways, which you can imagine it was really hard. I spiraled spiraled down the wrong path for a long time doing drugs, hurting people, and hanging out with bad people. I even ended up going to the psych ward for a time. After getting out, I started to heal and get my life on track, but one thing always bothered me. I always wondered in the back of my mind if she got to grow up or if she stayed a baby. It ate at me for years. Then one fall day, I was sitting on my friend's picnic table waiting for him to come out when suddenly I noticed the leaves on the ground stopped moving. The trees seemed to pause and everything got quiet. Then as I looked to his little brother's swing set, there swinging in a purple Easter dress was a little girl no older than eight or nine. She looked back at me, and as we made eye contact, I knew it was the daughter I had lost all those years ago, and a sudden peace came over me. Then, as soon as it began, she disappeared, and everything went back to normal. Hmm. Wow,
0: that's kind of, that's kind intense. Like a sign to uh, you know, get your shit together.
1: Yeah, yeah, but no, the time he did, oh. he had already gotten his stuff together. He, you know, was. Away from all of the stuff that he had done. And he said when it started getting back to normal, he was at a friend's house for a barbecue. He thought it was his friend. and He looked over at the swing set and saw what his daughter. Hmm. Whoa.
0: So he had dreams about um, uh, our future kids and stuff yeah. like that. I remember I had, a dream I had a daughter. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah, I knew like I I knew even before I had just a feeling as like I wanted a daughter, but I ended up I knew I was gonna have a son first, um, and of course I'm, I'm actually happy. Like either way, I mean boy girl as long as it's healthy, I don't really care.
0: Mm-hmm. But um, what everybody says
1: yeah, because you know. But um, I I'm perfect. actually no, I'm actually glad I had a boy. Like, I realized I have, funny, <laughs> anyway, because I'm not, like, a super girly girl. And so, like, it's kind of cool because I played sports in high school and I did all that, like, I'm not afraid to go out there and throw a ball with him or, you know, play soccer or something like that. So, I mean, it works. Mm.
0: You know? Um, it's something, that I just remember another hmm. episode of shit that happened. Uh, funny enough, it happened after we recorded with uh, Carl Johnson. Mm-hmm. Remember when we were in the bathroom? Oh yeah. And uh, I mean, the interview had Carl Johnson was pretty good. You guys and remember?
1: James Anito. Good lord! And you, you finished
0: my sentence. Okay. And James, okay, but that was a, it. Was a good episode. I'm looking forward to, to, to you guys listen to it. But after we got done recording, I was talking to Megan about you know how you know great those guys were. had a good conversation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember standing in the bathroom, and all of a sudden, it—I had my, of course, I was standing with my legs not like not together, but not so far apart that something could run through. But something ran through my legs down the hallway back into the room that we were recording, and it looked at this looked like the size of a cat, is the best way I can describe it, the yeah. size of a cat, but it looked like a cat. It was a black mass that looked prickly. Right. Mm. Looked like it had points.
1: Like a hedgehog? No.
0: Have you ever seen the movie, uh, attack the block? No. If someone knows, if they, if they've seen it, they know what I'm talking about. The black creature dog things that were attacking the alien creatures that were attacking the city or that area where they were protecting. Um, it almost reminded me of that. How like the, it was just so black and dark that it looked unnatural in its, in its way. And it moved fast like a cat. That... It had the motion of a cat, how it moved, mm-hmm. and it, it the size of one, but it didn't have a head or a tail. Yeah. It was just like a black mass that moved in that. And the funny thing is, I didn't even feel it run through my legs. Like, you would think you would feel something run through there. I didn't feel it. I saw it run across the floor back into this room that we're recording it now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Weird. Well, like, the EVPs have... And, and- Like, in the podcast, we posted a few of them, and that's just a small amount. But, um, I, when I did that bonus episode with Mariah, or Halloween Girl Forever, her Instagram, um, we tried recording one time. Um, and it was just, it was like, it it was crazy, because before I... I didn't hear this high-pitched ring. I heard it, like, throughout the thing, but I thought it was just whatever. And uh I went back to edit. Or not to edit, but because there was so many freaky stuff happening with that first trial run of, like, recording the bonus episode. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back and watch the Zoom meeting. And throughout the entire Zoom meeting is nothing but high frequency. Mm. And it didn't happen before. And it didn't happen after. And the second time I recorded with her, it didn't happen either. So I don't know what the heck was going on. Um,
0: You want to go and invest in mm -hmm. more uh, like ghost hunting equipment? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you already got a good digital recorder. I would like to get, um, was it that, it's like a box thing that. Spirit box? Not a spirit box. Especially that, that you can get a radio switcher for that. Essentially the same thing. But what I want to get is it's like a phonetic box that it, spirits push their energy through and it basically like a speaking spell gives out words, yeah. right? Like hello, dark, grave, whatever, you know? That's what I want to get. I forget what it's called. Ghost Avengers use it all the time. Um, e- EMF recorder, uh, a detector, stuff like that. You can find those in some places and other like that. But, um, there's other ghost hunting equipment out there that, we could probably try to use.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there was a man that we caught on, there's like, like a, a man's voice. Cause I, cause I straight up heard it in the headphones and I think it was coming from her side. Yeah. Cause I can't hear myself. So I was like, Hey, is like, uh, is there like a guy in the room? Like, you know, just any, like, a, like a real guy in there? And she was like, no, like I'm by myself in the room and. It was a guy. Then the creepy thing is, so we both ended the session with like, not session, the episode, with like a very bad headache. Like it was really bad. Like that, that headache that I talked about in the last episode, mm-hmm. where it's like a sinus headache, kind of like I could smell like, it's just weird. Anyways, so, um, you know, we concluded it. I went and actually took some, a leave and then I was going back in to get the laptop. And I, there's a linen closet where we keep like towels, extra sheets, like that kind of thing at the very end of the hallway. And I always like, even when I was a kid, I would always leave that door kind of ajarred when I would get something out of it. Don't ask me why. I just always would. And so I'm walking down and the door is ajarred because I had taken it like a hand towel out of there. And so. The room that we record the podcast in is actually my sister's room, and it's right next to that linen closet. And I walk in, and no, lo- no longer than, like, f- three minutes as I'm walking in, I hear it click because it's, like, an older door and stuff, so it's going to click, like, when it closes, and I, my son, when he was younger, liked to hide in there for some reason. You talk about young,
0: He you still does it now.
1: Well, he's yeah, and it freaks <laughs> me. But no, before he would really like sit in there, mm. and um, it used to freak me that f- oh, it used to freak me out because there's just something about that closet I don't like. Anyways, so it used to freak me out, and uh, I thought it was him because I was like, that's the only reason why this door would be shut, and so um. He was just, uh, what should we call it? uh, there was nobody, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Again, happens f- for whatever reason when I start doing the podcast. Anyways, um, there was nobody in there. I opened the door and I was like, ha ha ha, very funny, and there was nobody in there. Like, I physically saw the door shut, like someone was pulling it from the inside. Mm. And, and the creepy thing about that closet is that my brother... 'Cause I don't I mentioned a story a while ago in different episodes, I think in other past ghost story like episodes, um about a girl that I used to see that was in the eighteen hundreds dress and I remember my brother one summer saying he saw her too and she was like he described her to a T and I asked, Well, where did you see her? and he goes, In the closet That same closet.
0: You know, maybe maybe should remember something. Uh, when we first were dating and stuff like that, I would, I would stay over. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember you were sleeping and I would be awake in your bed and just watching TV or whatever while mm-hmm. you were sleeping. That's when I remember I saw the closet mm-hmm. uh, door handle. If anyone remembers from Ghost Stories 2 or 1, I can't remember which one. Mm-hmm. That I saw it rattling open. That makes me think, was it the same girl?
1: Mm-hmm. It's possible. Maybe she, she followed you. There and, and she, she just likes closets, yeah. Because I saw her. Oh yeah, yeah. It could have been because I saw her in that same house. Remember? Yeah. Like way before we started dating, going like we first. Went well, out. I saw her
0: too when she looked down the hallway at me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that makes sense. I mean, she could. I guess she's got a thing with closets.
0: That just reminded me of something.
1: Ooh. <laughs> uh, I got that. Yeah, I saw that look in your face.
0: That was the time that we were in your room. I was sitting on the bed. You were standing up. Uh-huh. We were talking about something. The lights were on, mind you, and I felt someone grab my ankle from underneath the bed. Oh yeah, a small hand grab my ankle. I was like, "Hey, what oh, the shit?"
1: No, here's another scary story. That same house that we're talking about, um, my sister's room was like a jar to mine, and she basically she had a twin bed at one point, but during this time she had a bunk bed. And, really, are
0: you gonna jump over my 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 story like that?
1: What you still had? <laughs>
0: We looked under the bed and no one was there. Like, oh, I was thinking maybe okay. it was one of your sisters or something. Yeah.
1: No, no, but this one kind of coincides with that. No, and, um, my mom had a friend that she went to medical school with. I think this was like way even before we started dating. Um, and she was young. She was kind of shy. She was a shy girl. And, um, she was about the same age as my youngest sister. So she had to be like maybe five, six, something like around that age. And they, my sister had my mom's f- daughter over, um, who was around her age, and then a bunch of other little kids, right? And she comes, my mom's friend's daughter comes running and goes, oh, waha face, waha face, right? And because like she really didn't say much, she was very very shy, didn't say a lot of things. And I went over to her mom and I was like, uh, what's a waha face, right? And she said, "Oh, it's like a like a scary face, like anything scary. she calls it a waha face, right?" And I was like, "Oh, great. <laughs> so it was like I asked her I was like, well, where did you see it?" And she goes, over here over here, right? And so she pointed to underneath my sister's bed
0: hmm.
1: I said waha face waha face
0: but that uh, this one, Phyllis you talking about? Yeah,
1: no, no, no well yeah, it was under Phyllis's bed. But it was Gwen's friend.
0: Oh, Okay. Um, no, because didn't she like have like a f- few friends over who saw an impression of the bed, like someone sitting there.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, that house. But they said that area, that like subdivision, was on an ancient like Indian burial ground.
0: Megan, but, whatever house you live in is going to be haunted.
1: I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: like, like it could be. Uh, that was a brand new subdivision area. Too. Yeah,
1: but it was built on a, a like they found bones when they were digging for the houses.
0: That I means more people would report hauntings.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Why, just your house?
1: Because mm. you're haunted. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> no, because I remember that, too. Uh, I remember, yeah, I remember this. There's the same house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember watching, we were watching Underworld. Because mm-hmm. you haven't seen them. I, I had all three of them at the time. Mm-hmm. Three, yeah. And I had to leave to go uh, take my brother to work. And then I came back. When I came back, you were... Not in the room. And I was like, was she going? She's not even watching the movie, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I find you in your bedroom with your sister. And you're saying you guys heard something. I call you, right? And then we were out standing in the living room while the movie was playing. I remember that. I was talking to you about it. And then I heard, like, a little a girl go, yeah. yeah right? no. Come from the hallway. And you tell me, did you hear that? I said, yeah. It's like, that was, that's, yeah, yeah no. you were freaking out. I think
1: I, now I'm so immune to, like, I always hear my name called, mm-hmm. like, uh, even like recently, like within this last like couple months, I was in, cause we have a playroom for like the kids in the house mm. and like our, my son and then my brothers and stuff. And, um, I was picking it up one night and as I'm picking it up, I literally could feel breath in my ear go, Megan. Mm. And there was one time where I had dozed off and my son had woken up and, uh, I was I was like in between getting ready to doze off and kinda of like awake and I could hear Megan Megan Like it's always like it to me I've always heard a female. I've never heard a male go, Megan, Megan, Megan or anything like that. Sorry, I was trying <laughs> to go. Ew. That okay, if I hear that then Um but I'm trying to think I had another I know I feel like I had another oh no there was another there was another creepy thing um this was another house this was when we before we even moved to Texas we were still in North Carolina um I had to be middle school aged and there was like me and my friend always thought that this one house in back of our house because it was like their backyard our backyard kind of bordered each other but there was like wooded area in between Like just, just like brush and stuff like that. Not like, like woods or anything. And we'd always hear kids laughing over there, but there's no kids there. And we'd always talk about the house being weird and haunted and we'd kind of see in there and it was like, and I remember one night we thought we were big and bad. My dad went to go pick up my mom and we were like, oh, let's go ride the motorbikes. Cause they were like, like they didn't go very fast, but they were like motorized bikes. And we were like, let's go, cause we had a big backyard. Let's go ride around at, you know, at night in the backyard. And I remember, I, I don't remember what I saw. I remember the laugh, laughing, the little kids laughing, but I don't remember what I actually saw. But I know it was enough to where she was still driving, cause we were on one motorbike, like she was driving and I was on the back end. And, it was to the point where I got so terrified. I jumped off of it and ran. Mm. I don't, I can't remember what it was that I saw. And she says she doesn't even remember. She said she hurt. She remembers laughing, but she said, like, we hauled ass. Like she even dropped the bike and ran. She had to slow down, but I didn't wait for that. I just <laughs> freaking, she's like, you would have left me. I was like, well, like, I can't, I can't, rem- I can't tell you what I saw. I can't remember. But all I know is something because I wouldn't have just jumped off the bike for nothing.
0: Yeah. Now it's Maybe. time for another listening and submission story.
1: Yeah. So this is still old time history, but he wrote in another one. Okay. The second time. Okay. This is the second story. Okay. Me and my kid's mom, the kids I have now, were arguing late one night, and instead of continuing, I decided to take a nice drive. My dad had given me an old Ford truck I love to drive, I love to drive that thing. Anywho, I soon found myself on back road after back road, losing myself in my thoughts. I soon realized I was lost. Just as I realized I had soon started looking for civilization again, my truck's overheating gauge started to slowly rise. I started to panic because I had no idea where I was. Then suddenly, as I looked over, I saw a young woman next to me. She just looked over and smiled and said everything would be okay, then vanished. After trying to shake off what I had just seen, I looked in my mirror to see some headlights pulling up behind me. An old man stepped out of an old farm truck wearing nothing but some old jeans, suspenders, and an old straw hat. At the time I didn't find this too weird as I was more happy someone stopped, but looking back it was forty degrees that night so it didn't fit to say the least. As he came up to my window I noticed him carrying two jugs of water. He simply came up, smiled at me, and said, Looks like you could use these. I politely smiled and got out to pop the hood. After helping me Put the water in. He said, "Sonny, you need to get home. It's awful late. I asked if he could tell me directions, and he did, and said he would follow me to make sure I made it okay. True to his word, he did follow me all the way home. As I got out to thank him, he was already backing out of the driveway. I never saw him again. Later, I got to thinking... What? What the heck? What? Hold on. Okay, Who was that young woman? It wasn't until about a year later, while looking through old pictures of my grandmother with my mom, we stumbled across an old high school photo of her I had never seen. Then it dawned on me that that young woman next to me that night was my grandmother. As for the man, I have no other explanation other than maybe he was an angel sent to me from her.
0: Hmm. Dang.
1: Dang. That makes you think like, wow.
0: That's not spooky as c l a wanted to well,
1: yeah, no, it's not I mean it his stories were not like spooky, oh well, the last story is gonna make up for it, but how many no, stories did we get? um, we
0: got a couple well, uh,
1: we got a couple I reached out to a couple people on reddit, like, because um, obviously there's a section where you can tell you ghost stories and stuff, and I actually talked to them about what they wrote and that one guy was like the most sincere guy um like he was really like he was like do you know what this could be do you know what like i could do to like i mean it's tense you want me to tell that story now
0: uh, necessarily okay. now we got a little more stuff to put in there but okay. you know i was kind of when you were talking about like, how you childhood and stuff like that how you don't remember uh i was thinking about my own mm-hmm. and <laughs> I tried to go back to the house in California. Because you know what's Mm -hmm. funny is that we talk about the house we live in now. The the ranch I lived on. When you lived uh, in that that big mansion in, 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 was it Clinton?
1: Clinton, North Carolina. Yeah.
0: And I was thinking to myself, when I lived in California for that small period of time, I really don't remember anything haunting happening. Yeah, It's funny. I remember it clearly. And I was about 10, 11, 12 when we moved Mm -hmm. back to Texas. But I remember that time. I don't remember anything haunting at that house. It made me wonder, the house you lived in Jacksonville, the mm-hmm. one you showed me lived here, mm-hmm. did anything happen there?
1: Yeah, actually, I think I've told this in one of the other stories. I'm not sure. Um, But we lived with my grandmother in my grandmother's house, and we moved to another house um, about, like, 10, 15 minutes away. Um so, my dad was still at my grandma's house with my younger sisters. And then my mom and me stayed the night. So, we were going to finish unpacking, stayed the night at the new house. Because I was super happy because I got my own room in that house. And I was used to sharing with my sister. So, we went ahead and we stayed out there. All we had is, like, the two couches and, like, there was boxes and stuff when we were unpacking. And my parents had this, like, really... like i don't even know where they got these encyclopedias from but they were really nice like encyclopedias and um so the they're heavy though because they're like old-timey like they're really nice and so we were sitting on the couch and all of a sudden like we both got an like a thing to look towards that one box even though there was like Tons of other boxes, and it was filled with some of the encyclopedias, so it was heavy. No lie, we saw the box slide down the hallway. Mm. Then, also, that was another time me and my mom, because I was like middle school age, so we, you know, we'd bicker on certain things. And me and my mom got in a fight one night, you know, just arguing about like, you don't understand me. Oh, I don't understand you. Wait till you're eighteen, like that kind of thing. <laughs> And so, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to sleep, right? So, I went to sleep and no more than five minutes later, she goes, I told you to stop with the attitude, right? And I was like, what are you talking about? I've been asleep. She goes, no, you weren't. You were slamming things in the room. I was like, I was not slamming anything. I was asleep. I'm not kidding. And she walked and she like backed out really slowly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, she said like she heard things slam and then two... They like to blame it on the, like, my parents, I think, just like to blame it on, like, the light switch. Like, there was a short or something. But it never happened when we were, and it always happened that night, too. You would be taking a shower, and literally the lights would flick off. And it's super creepy. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine.
0: That's everyone's... I know it's my fear, but most everyone's fear is like when you're washing your hair and you get your eyes are closed and you, you feel like there's like a hand coming slowly at you, like the grip and you're trying uh, to get the water, get the soap out of your eyes. Uh, and the, ah, oh, okay. I can see. No,
1: I remember <laughs> that, that house too. I had soap in my eye. I don't think this was paranormal. It was just an accident, but I remember I had, I was, got done shaving my legs. I had the razor and I thought I had put a washcloth like, like near the razor. And I had gotten soap in my eyes, and instead of grabbing the towel, I grabbed the razor and I kind of like slipped. It cut the side of my hand open, and I was like bleeding profusely. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. It was it's, really bad. It was.
0: You see it with water, though. Yeah. Yeah, so you clean it out.
1: Yeah. Oh, amount of blood. I remember, like, because my best friend, her mom is an RN, so she came over to make sure to see if I needed stitches or not, and they poured peroxide on it. Ugh. Oh, man, that was really bad. But, like, I could see, like, the the meat, it looked like chicken. It was, like, really bad. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was bad. Uh, never again. Like, I can't tell you how long it took for me to, like, get the courage to use a razor again. Because, yeah. like, after I saw it. i trying to think if there's anything else in that house. I mean, uh, anything you'd hear, voices, you'd hear, you know, the typical things. Like, people shuffling around, people moving around. I don't know. I always felt really weary though of the back area of the house, like the, the wooded area that we have in that house in the back for whatever reason. I, I just didn't get a good feeling with that. And, um, that incident where we were like riding the motorbikes out at night, that actually happened. Like we had lived there for a while, but yeah, bathroom is always kind of weird. I mean, I always got a weird feeling in the bathroom.
0: Doesn't everybody.
1: Yeah. yeah. But you know what talking about? This is kind of paranormal. This is like more like premonition. But there was a time where, um, there's a neighbor. Her son was like a drunk and like, I don't know. He just got mixed in with the wrong crowd and he mistaked our house for his house. Right. And this is like after we found this out after the fact. Anyways, in the dream, I had where, um, so, like, I was in, like, some, like, an apartment and it was getting broken into. And the same knocks I heard in my dream were unison with the knocks on the door. And basically, it was this. That guy, we didn't know it was that guy, was banging on the door. Let me in, you fucking bitch, and all that stuff. Let me in. Like, they were, I was like, I'm going to break the freaking door down and kill your ass. And, like, it was, like, intense. Like, my mom and my grandma did not know what to do. Like, they were freaking out. And I woke up, like, literally the same thing was happening in the dream that was happening there. Mm. And I remember I took my sister and I, we went to, like, a separate room. And um one of the neighbors actually heard him and called the cops. And so... They left, but yeah, that was intense. I also had another, another dream, funny enough. Um, and I told this story to one of our listeners before, but, uh, I had a dream that it was home alone and basically the house got broken into and like some bad stuff happened with these two guys. Right. I had never seen these guys before in my life. Right. They're just random dudes. Um, and I had to be about like 13, yeah, 13, Anyways, I had joined this new soccer team and I really didn't like the coach. The coach was like a little sketchy because there is that with girls sports, unfortunately. There are some sketchy ass coaches and the, the coach was just weird, right? And then all of a sudden he says, oh, well, two friends of mine that have been in the soccer community for a long time, they're going to come and like assistant coach, right? In walks, I'm not even kidding, the same two guys right? And those same two guys had come up to me after, like during practice and was like, hey, um, you think you could stay late today? Uh, Because I normally would walk home from practice with some of the girls. And um, they're like, you think you could stay late today so we could go over some of the drills, right? And my dad normally let me walk home. But this time he came early and picked me up. And I was like, hey, you know, I saw these two guys and I had a dream about them. Like, I don't know if you believe in that, but then it wasn't a good dream. It was more of a nightmare. And, uh, he ended up pulling me from that team. But that's crazy that it was this, I've never seen these guys in my entire life, but it was the same guys that were in the dream that were new assistant coaches.
0: Yeah.
1: That was creepy. I remember, I remember after that, I was like, okay, something's up with my brain. Because if I can freaking do, like, what, what is this? So that's kind of the stuff. I had a lot of stuff with dreams in that house for some reason. I
0: don't know. Now, um, and I just remember something else because I was thinking i pull up memories from mm-hmm. the ranch. And now I remember another one. Mm-hmm. Um, it involves Gabe, mm-hmm. our brother. We were coming home from work one day and it was about mm-hmm. five in the morning, so it was still dark. And, uh, we were walking, cause the way that, the, the building where we stayed, cause my grandfather built an extra addition that we call it the pink house. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't pink, not pink anymore. But a stairway goes up, and it makes it a right turn, then it goes up, right? So as I'm going up ahead of him, and I get up, and then once you get up to the top, uh, at the end of the stairs, there's a long hallway where his room's first, and then my room's on the far right. But it goes a long hallway into the balcony area that essentially could have been another room if my grandfather wanted to but he just made a big old balcony area and uh what looked like to me is someone the right shoulder and arm Mm -hmm. was like either they're in the midst of like they're standing at the end yeah and then they basically just walked to where i couldn't see them anymore like they Mm. they got out of view and i was like i stopped and gabe was like what i was like Someone up there? It's like, it might be grandpa. I was like, he was like, he was like blowing it off. Like, it might be grandpa. Don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. I was like, why the hell would grandpa be up here at five o'clock on the balcony? He was like, it's like, what'd you see? I was like, I saw some like, like, like they were, they moved real fast. So I couldn't see them, but I saw it. I was like, he was like, what? Right. And then we both walked up there, turned our flashlights on our phone to see. Right. And we walked up there. There's someone on the balcony.
1: Ew.
0: Right. And Gabe was like, what did you see? I was like, I don't know. It looked like somebody was standing there and they kind of moved out of the way at a second. He's like, I don't know, man. It was like, and he was like, well, I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny is that there'd be some times, I remember in the summer, well, my AC didn't work and it was hot and I'd sleep with the door open, right? And there'd be some times when I wake up in the middle of the night, in like a middle of the day, essentially, and I'll open my eyes a little bit and I'd look at like someone was standing in my doorway.
1: Really? Which I, I would be surprised I was kind of an it only happened
0: them. like a second. Like, I'll see something, and I will open my eyes even wider, and there's no one there.
1: Yeah. Weird.
0: Yeah.
1: I really want to tell you the story. Yeah, right. okay. Okay. Yeah. So, for anybody listening, we're going to go ahead and tell the really, like, scary, scary, scary story. Like, it does have, I think it has something to do with something demonic, but I'm not a 100% professional, so I can't be the one to make that decision. Um, But if you're scared of that kind of thing, cause I know there's also some sensitives out there that listen to us. And I know me with certain stories, I get headaches bad and this was one of them and I'm, it's already starting and I'm just looked at the first line. So, um, yeah, you're going to have to skip ahead if you don't want to hear this. Okay. Everybody else that's still here. Um, this guy does need advice. So if you're listening, you're a paranormal investigator. Um, he is out of Minnesota. So if you're in that area and you are a paranormal investigator, you want to reach out to him. Maybe you can help him some way. He does. He does say he needs advice. He told me that personally. And he also said it on, um, Reddit. And I do have his permission to tell this story because it is kind of a personal story, but he did, you know, give me permission. So, Here we go. Um, when I was about four or five or so, I started becoming terrified of something. It was dark, formless, shadow lady that would crouch at the top of the stairs. For context, my bedroom door would be open and I could see the top of the stairs from my bed. The lady with long, the lady had long, which I can only assume to be, hair and long claws. She had red, lights for eyes, and my first interaction with her was when we moved into that house. Originally, I didn't start off by seeing it. It would be little things like shuffling at night, or it would call my name, tell me to go downstairs. It would even say that in my mother's voice. I responded the first time and went downstairs downstairs and found nothing. It happened about three times or so before I told my mother about it, as I thought she was playing tricks on me. She told me that it would be okay and that I had nothing to worry about. Then, I saw her. And her, he's meaning that figure person lady thing. I saw her. It. Whatever it was. It appeared at the top of the stairs and would stare at me in my bed for hours. It would whisper to me and talk to me in my mother's voice. It would appear in the early a.m. and never during the day or early night. It kept happening for months and months until it got worse. My mother was working on getting her social work degree, so she was usually up in her office that was across from my room. Okay, I don't remember this next part. I am actually recalling this from what she told me years after this happened. She heard me get up. So this is what the mother is telling him about, because hmm. he's not 100% sure, like he didn't witness this. She heard me get up very late one night, and she was, she wanted to see if I needed anything. As she left her office, she saw me walking with my eyes open, looking terrified. She asked me what I was doing. I said that she, meaning it, called me to go downstairs. At this point, my mother was terrified. She took me to get therapy in a nearby town and hoped for the best. The therapist claimed it could be that I had an overactive imagination and that I would grow out of it. My mother took solace in that and figured the therapy was going to work. It was about a month or so later that I slept, walked for the f- second time ever in my life or since, and tried to walk down the stairs again. My mother ran to me this time and grabbed me as I was at the edge of the stairs about to plummet down. She woke me up the next day. She had tears in her eyes. She told me that if anything happened from then on, that I was to tell her from start to finish. That weekend she took, she took off to her job out of town we lived in a very small town so there was there wasn't much work that weekend i woke up and heard shuffling downstairs maybe it was my stepfather or perhaps my mother had stayed home sick i head into the kitchen and see a kind looking old man sitting down at the table except he wasn't right he had a pale complexion about him and his eyes seemed devoid of all life he reached for me and i sprinted upstairs as fast as i could and started crying. My stepdad, my stepdad came out of his room and asked what was going on. I told him and he said that I must have been dreaming. I told him I was awake and that I had been for quite a while, but as per usual, he didn't believe me. My stepfather, My stepfather was not one to believe in the supernatural. Fast forward a few more months of going through that and waking up in the middle of the night seeing her or it. Staring at me with those beady red light eyes, and we finally moved out due to the emotional stress Ed put on all of us, and another job opportunity that my mother had been offered.
0: I' gonna stop you for a second. Huh. Uh, someone's here
1: in the room. Yeah, I know. I got chills and goosebumps.
0: No, no, no. I can, I can feel it. Cold air coming from my right hand right now. A lot. Really? No, yeah. I know. That's a lot. Okay, I'm gonna. Continue.
1: I hadn't experienced anything for years, and it wasn't until I turned 18 that my mother started to see it as well. It was a late night; I had just gotten back from hanging out with some friends, and I used the bathroom right outside of my parents' bedroom. This door was open, and they could see the hallway well. As I was living, leaving myself, my mother knocked on the door. I asked what is going on, and she asked me who was in the bathroom with me. Angrily, the hair on my arms started to stiffen, and I. St- Stood straight up. I tell her no one, and I asked why she would ask that. She tells me that she saw my best friend Alex go in there with me. That in fact, he had been holding onto my shoulders as we walked into the bathroom, and right before we went in, in, he smiled at her maliciously. Mm -hmm. She was worried about me. I opened the bathroom door and told her no one had come home with me. She looked around, and when she confirmed it with herself, she told me that she was scared and went back to bed. That was the first time someone else had seen something following me and it terrified me as I usually feel as though something is following me at a very slow pace at night, usually about four feet behind me or closer. And I can actually relate. And this is Megan. This is my like theory on this thing. Oh. So I've actually felt like that same kind of like weird stuff. And I don't know, like when I was younger, not that. I still kind of feel it sometimes now, but a lot when I was younger, I would always feel like things were following me so I can can relate to him on that. Now with this thing, this thing to me sounds like it could either be like a witch haunting or demonic haunting. That is my personal opinion Hmm. because like the maliciousness behind it. Yeah. That could be a demon, but I don't know why that the first thing that popped in my head was like a witch haunting. Like I, like, I don't know why it reminded me of the bell witch a little bit. Do you remember that? Yeah, it reminded me of that. So that's my input so far. Okay. Continuing on. Uh, okay. Usually about four feet behind me or closer. I had largely forgotten about the shadow woman as it was heavily traumatic, but then something happened. It was my cousin that made me remember everything. His name is Jake and he was very young and a positive person. He had moved into that same house about three years ago as he had started working at a job in the town and wanted to be closer to it. He asked my family and my aunt, not knowing about our experiences there, told him that the house would be perfect. He lived there for about a year, and I'm not sure what he experienced or if he had experienced anything in that time, but after that year of him living there, I got a call from another cousin, Anthony. He told me Jake had passed away. I had asked how it happened, and he said the police couldn't figure it out, and they ruled it as a suicide. Hold on, sorry. I lost my place.
0: Ruled it as
1: suicide? Yeah. Yeah, ruled it as suicide. They couldn't understand. They, that's the only thing they could... Mm. Yeah, okay. Uh, He told me that Jake had passed away. I asked how it happened, and he said the police couldn't figure it out, and they ruled it as a suicide. Apparently, in the dead of the night, he decided to light the house on fire, get in his truck, drive 30 feet, while driving unload three shots of his own pistol into his chest, and swerve into a ditch. Now, the... Thing that does not make sense to me is that he shot himself in the chest and did it three times. Not only that, but he had burnt that house down, but he didn't even own it. He was one of the most positive and happy people I have ever met. He had a kid and a wife to support as well. When I heard all the news, it just didn't make sense. Then I got the sense of dread as to why he would get rid of that house. I just hope that he truly got rid of the horrors that were inside. Fast forward a few years and I'm currently 21 and I've been recently getting dreams about an old woman who pounces on me at night and I wake up terrified. It wouldn't mean anything to me, but on the same night, my roommate, let's just call her Emily had gotten a very eerily similar dream. We both described the woman and she was the exact same in both of our dreams, except hers was slightly different. She had seen the old woman and a shadowy, shadowy figure. The figure tried to pull her feet at the end of the bed, and she had woken up. The same night, I had the dream about the same lady that had woken up and terrified me. We both described the woman, and she was the exact same in both of our dreams, except hers was slightly different. She had seen that old woman and the shadowy shadowy figure. The figure tried to pull her feet at the end of the bed, and she had woken up. The same night, I had the dream about the same old lady that had woken me up and terrified me. A withered old lady with rags for a dress and a weathered complexion, gray hair, and a mischievous yet playful manner. I'm scared I may see the shadow person again. The last time I heard her, I told her to go away. Perhaps I was wrong to say that.
0: Sounds like a bruja.
1: I say witch, right?
0: Yeah. Now, uh, in Spanish, Florida, the bruja, the witch, uh, would sit on your chest uh, when you sleep, and she would basically look at you. That's Mexican lore. As much as I know. This is what my, my uncle told me about. Remember that story? He chased one down the...
1: Look, you know, I have goosebumps everywhere. Yeah. Every time I read that story, I got a headache immediately. So, I know it's not good. Whatever he is dealing with is not good.
0: Now, uh, in Spanish, lore bruja, or witch, um... Yeah. The real life ones, they would, uh, it's almost like they send like a spirit to, to haunt you in a sense like that. Um, you gotta remember witches, real dark ones, or we call it like nuns for Satan and stuff like that. Yeah. So it ties to the devil and stuff like that was, or demonic activity. Yeah. Could lead to that, which he seems like he has a witch attachment to him, which reminds me of uh, Insidious. Mm hmm. Yeah, insidious. When like the the witch that followed the father around since he was a little kid that wanted to possess his body. Yeah. Right. He didn't see any astral projection or anything like that. No,
1: because the 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 reason why I I got witch right away is because you know a demonic thing from what I've read and what I've kind of gathered and felt and whatever whatever is that you know they're just kind of like evil. They're, they don't really toy around with you. They're not playful in how they go about getting you and all that stuff. They're just kind of, like, straightforward. Yeah. Like, I'm a fucking demon. I'm going to possess you. You know? Like, it's very straightforward. There might be some bad things associated with it, obviously. But the sheer fact it's kind of, like, manipulation and, like, creepy-ass stuff. Well,
0: we're getting more into that with the next episode.
1: Oh, yeah. <sighs> next episode <laughs> is all about demons, so... I don't know. There might be some listeners that might skip on that one because
0: it right. it's going to be scary. When you were midway through that story, because mm-hmm. um, I was listening, but also I was listening yeah. to the room, um, it—I don't know if you heard that thump in the the fucking attic, Ugh, the great. ceiling.
1: That's fantastic.
0: When you said that, when you start talking about—well,
1: no, I got a feeling. Like I got a feeling because that's why I asked him. I said, "Are you sure you want me to? Are you sure you want me to say? You know, read this story." And if he would have said, oh, well, it's up to you, I probably wouldn't have. But he, because I got a bad feeling with it. And, you know, with certain things, like, kind of, ex- especially in the paranormal world, you talk about it, the more it shows up type of thing.
0: Well, I thumped thumping. That's why I said I started feeling around, yeah. right? Using my Jedi hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, But when I started to pull energy, I could feel it. Yeah. It was a lot. The yeah. most I felt Of ever, whatever. Before. Already
1: whatever. here. Or whatever.
0: But it was cold. So, what does that mean? It means it's just a human spirit.
1: Yeah, it's not demonic, right?
0: No. But it was a lot.
1: Yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Creepy. And, like, that whole the thing of, like, going down the stairs and then, like, even the suicide of his cousin. That reminds me. Remember you were watching. You watched a thing about someone that was possessed or something and that jumped off a building or got levitated up and jumped. Do you remember
0: mm-hmm. kind of stuff. yeah it scared me when you told me <laughs> and
1: i was like what and i think you were watching it or something
0: oh no i remember yes 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 yes, yes. and yes, you yes. were telling
1: me and i told you like shut up don't tell me i don't want to know like uh, it was freaking me out I was it was a anxiety. ghost adventures
0: episode where they were investigating this house yeah okay of a black family in the the, the the house across like you now you get our backyard and that neighbor that's on the other side mm-hmm. that neighbor had a daughter who ran down the streets and was standing on, like, it's like, like a, like a, maybe a, like a, a story and a half. Like, yeah. But it's like when someone turns and there's like a little drainage way and there's like rocks and like a river and stuff like that, right? Not so fucking far that someone could, uh, like, if you jumped, you probably land. If you're well-in-shaped person, you probably walk away from that, maybe like a little bit, like, oh, like that. If you're out of shape, you might hurt your ankle or you like, in your knee or your back or something like that. But she basically dived. According to witnesses, she levitated above the ledge and then fell forward. And God. she fell face down into it, and he broke her neck.
1: Oh, my God. That's that's literally something out of f- her... And see, like, I don't know. Oh, man, I don't know if I can... And, like, when he was... Isaac was telling me, of course... Like, you had it paused, I think. Like, where they were showing, actually, where she jumped or something yeah. like that. They had a video footage of, like, not her jumping, but of where... And, like, I could see it in my head. And, like, I just, mm-mm, no thanks. And I got a really bad feeling. Okay. So, um, normally with me, the headaches indicate demonic stuff or bad stuff. But, you know, because not everything is demonic. It could be just a malicious spirit. But I started reading it. And because I had read the couple first lines, and I was like, oh, crap. Right? And I said, hey, would it be okay for you? For me to because you know I want to pay people you know they're they are putting it on a on a like a uh, thing where everybody can see it but I do want to respect their stories if it is a very personal one and so I reached out to him and I always ask people especially if I use anything off of Reddit to make sure you know that it's kind of true and all that stuff and. This guy was super sincere and he follows us now on Instagram and I'm going to ask him if he, you know, like wants me to put his stuff out there so people can reach out. So if you're listening and you're a paranormal investigator, because I that's what I told him to do. I was like, hey, if it really is bothering you, I would reach out to a paranormal investigator, demonologist, priest even, if if you feel like it's, you know, I don't know what your religious belief is and what you feel or whatever, but you know and um because i think it is like i think it's a witch haunting i really do because like a demonic thing yeah they're not gonna like waste their time like playing around with you i don't think like
0: well it's a again get into that uh in the next episode
1: like and it reminds me of shapeshifter too like how it was the man at one point do you remember in yeah. the story how she, man and the the female and the claw thing makes me think demonic, but then I was thinking, well, a witch could have. Yeah, <laughs> freak that. No, I don't play around with that. That, you know, like, I don't like demonic stuff, but you add in a witch, like, witch hauntings freak me the F out. And I kept thinking in my head, like, I kept getting vi- like, like things of the bell witch. Cause the bell witch thing scares the shit out of me. Hmm. Like, other than black eyed kids. Don't don't tell me about witch hauntings.
0: Well, sounds like we got another subject for oh another witch episode. hauntings.
1: No, <laughs> okay, but yeah, because I feel like I I don't know. I feel like it's a, it's another level. Like you're playing with something that's pretty much demonic. Yeah. You know, like because you know there is like that witchcraft that's on the lighter,
0: what? no, that's no. on
1: the lighter that's on the lighter side. But there is witchcraft that is totally on the opposite side and is, you know, like, I I don't know. There might be people that argue with me against it, but, you know, whatever. You know, like me, I just don't like messing with anything dark, whether it's demonic, whether it's I I don't. I just don't like it. So, you know, yeah, anything that kind of summons that stuff, I'm not really a fan of.
0: (laughs) Of course not. Yeah. But yes, um, our next episode will be uh, all about demons and demonology and stuff like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, and it will be accompanied by the bonus episode with uh Carl Johnson and James Anito, and I think it's duo da- uh, demonology is.
0: Yeah, the way they it, they it's spell spelled, it, it's, it's like it's demonology. Yeah, it's yeah. kind
1: of different, so I have to always correct myself because I want to say demonology, but it's like demonology. Um. Yeah. And I listened to that because Isaac did the interview and I listened to it and it's pretty intense. You know, they, they, they do talk about, they talk a lot about demonology, but they also talk a lot about, um, like, like their experiences because they've been in the game for a while. Like yeah. James is obviously not, Carl's been in there for like, what did he say? Like 47 years, years? Oh. and James has been in there for like 15, but in his, like, biography, you can not biography, like, biography on his website, you can read he's had over 400 cases. and He's a deacon, so, um, yeah. And he even said at one point he didn't believe demons existed. So, it's kind of interesting to know his perspective as well as Carl's. And Carl Johnson, I don't know if you've caught it in other episodes, he actually was on Ghost Adventures for the Conjuring House. He was, like, the first, him and his brother were the first, uh, people kind of in there, um, before like the Warrens stepped in, yeah. So yeah, they got to deal with that stuff. Could you imagine in the first period? Ugh, dang,
0: dang. Yeah, but yeah. So it was a bonus episode, next up to look forward to, along with our Halloween episode, and we're actually trying to work on a bonus episode for the Halloween yeah. week. Yeah, uh, nothing so far in cement yet, but um, possibly. So yeah, Make look sure. for that.
1: Yeah. Cause it could be, that one could be another interesting one, another interesting perspective. Who knows? By the so. time we
0: record a demon episode, we might have something in there. So, uh, yeah, uh, it looks like
1: it is time to go now that I've scared everyone. <laughs> there's people <laughs> that probably like, uh, and there's people like, Oh, we got to reach out to this person. We know what it is.
0: Yeah. So. but yeah, we'll catch you weirdos in the next one.